Live from beautiful Citizens Bank Park. The second most miserable place in Philadelphia. In South Philadelphia. Welcome in. This is game one of the 2022 World <laughs> Series. I'm Seamus Doyle alongside Vince Lobiondo and Patrick O'Leary. No, but seriously. We're, we're actually live from Cancun with the Sixers. No, we are live from Citizens Bank Park. That is true. But w what event are we at, Patrick? Can you explain to the fine people? He's chewing right now. The All-Star and, and, and the podcast is off to a great start. It's like the All-Star Beer and Wine Festival, something all -Star, like that. All-Star Craft Beer and Wine Festival. And, and music part. and some other shit, too. And, and, um, now, this is such like an upbeat atmosphere and environment, but... I don't know how we're going to do this depressed I, I like right now. It's so conflicting because the last time we talked... We were idiots for believing the Sixers were going to uh, like do anything against uh, it was mostly uh, uh, Miami. It, and it, was, I, it was mostly I you. believe. I convinced myself <laughs> that James Harden was going to be 25-year-old James Harden without the beard. You know, kind of like... Oh, we like, have the mascot of the Wings walking by. Go Wings. Let's go Wings. <laughs> Let's go Wings. Come here. Come yeah, here. Come, yeah, come over. Don't for wave the come little meet and greet. Got on. Uh, anyway, that's the yeah, only... got to get you on the mic. That's the only winning franchise in the city. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, we all thought that James Harden was going to be James Harden, right? Am I lying? Am I lying? Like Houston Harden. I didn't think I, that. But he didn't so. show up. No, I didn't think that at all. Was, yeah, okay, so <laughs> I was the only one that didn't think that, but or that actually thought that. Yes, correct. But Vince, you really hopped on the bandwagon with the Sixers, as we all did, right? You did. You had faith. You had faith. Oh, well, that's not the bandwagon. That, that is six, sort of the bandwagon. I've been a Sixers fan for years. Yeah, yeah, but the bone that I have to pick with you is that, and Pat, is that it's like, Game after game, what was the second to last loss? Game five, I guess, right? Yeah. Everyone was like, it's over, it's done. And I was upset because I was still, I, like, I was excited. And you guys just bought me down, and it was terrible. Yeah, because but you came in going, fake fan, fraud, uh, blah, 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 blah. Well, because that's. And it's shame. You have to give people time to process. No, but after, I was, I was that's, blinded. That's a stage of grief. I was blinded by my excitement. Yeah. Right? Well, that's because you just started being a fan of the Sixers this year, and you don't know this team and, that yeah, well. But, and then, but I knew what happened with the Hawks last year, right? And James Harden does the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. He disappears in the fourth quarter. Let, let's give the context first, obviously. Everyone uh, knows the context. Under, unless you're living under a rock, the Sixers get fucking embarrassed. Embarrassed. I'd, I'd say fully fucking bent over and embarrassed at home. I would say so. And uh, pretty much no one on the court looked like they gave a fuck. Um, Joel Embiid gets a pass because he's a fucking held together by glue out there. But um, every other player on this team and Doc Rivers should be embarrassed with but the, themselves. But you know who? You know why the bone to pick after that game six loss is Tobias Harris, right? And he goes out there, and he says he goes mental toughness, and he goes, we didn't bring it, uh, like we didn't bring anything, pretty much. It's like, well, dude, I appreciate your honesty, right? But why? Because Tobias had a great playoffs, right? Decent playoffs. Disappeared the last couple games, of he course. That trade value, he, up, baby. But no, but the thing is about Tobias That's all that really is matters. you were part of the problem too. Tobias was part of the low energy issue too. So it's like I, I almost And he acknowledged that. Yeah, but like I almost rather he, he went out there, just said we all sucked, instead of talking for 30, 40 minutes about how this team has to get more motivated. It's like how much more motivated do you need to get? Um, I think the best like telling example of how motivated they were for this game was uh they were down in the third, I believe it was, and Doc Rivers is in the huddle going like, come on guys and got no response. Everyone looked, literally was begging. He was like, please, please do looked, something. Everyone looked utterly dead and disinterested, and that pretty much spoke for the whole game. But why does Doc Rivers... It's, it's rare you see Tyrese Maxey look like that, too. I don't know if you guys saw the clip of him, like, getting frustrated and throwing a cushion, yeah. but, like, it is but, rare you see that kid like that. He always you has mentioned, smile on You his mentioned face. what they showed on... I believe it was ESPN, right? The game six. Uh, about Doc, like, like, trying to motivate these guys. 
Why does James Harden have to get motivated by Doc Rivers? He Why? That, that is a huge, huge problem. And I, I, the, the future right now with the Sixers, you, you got you got Tyrese Maxey, obviously your core of Embiid, Maxey, and and uh, whoever else, but Harden. and Harden. See, that's that that's an issue. Harden's going to opt in. Is he the long-term solution at point guard? Thirty-two-year-old. I mean, he's a fantastic. Disappearing Harden. I'm going to be honest. Uh, offensively, he's been the only floor general we've had ever. It feels like. But the so, point is, he's no, no, going to no, be listen, great regular season. Can you, let me, can you let me finish my point? Thank you. Sure. All right. So, unbelievable. Harden is literally the only person that gives us some sort of organized offense. Like, literally, Tyrese Maxey can't do it when he when he comes in as the backup point guard with the bench unit. Because like, he's a point guard, though. Like, James Harden is a point guard. That, yeah. What you're describing is he's doing his job, right? He's he's doing his job as a facilitator. He's what getting I'm, the ball yes, out of the people. Yes, but, but that's not a solution When you do term. your job that's at not a high what, level, I mean, like, and that's then you not dis- what I'm saying. And then you disappear in big I games. In, in the middle moments. of trying to make a fucking point. James just, just talks over you. Yeah, just I know. Saying. So, basically, your offense is going to be dog shit without James Harden. Because it is dog shit without James Harden. So let him do that. If he wants to take less money, that would be ideal, obviously. Well, he's going to have to take less money. He said yesterday that he would do whatever it takes to help his team win, which I hope means three years, $15 million. You never know. Um, (laughs) But, no, like, you have to bring in some more scoring options for him to pass to that are actually going to make shots. Because you look at Danny Green, and obviously he got injured, and that was brutal. But he actually had a great playoffs when he was getting passes from Harden and when he was just draining shots in the corner. So if you get more guys like that that are that are vets, that can make threes, that can play defense, that can rebound, a guy like P.J. Tucker, like, that would be perfect. And, and Bede said it himself. He would love a guy like P.J. Tucker on this team. you got to trade Tobias for depth at this point. Yeah, and uh, one, one I've seen so far is Lou Dort, which would be fucking awesome. Um, that oh, would Patrick, be by the way, was going on about, how, how the hell do you say it? Lou Dort. Dort. Well, whatever. <laughs> he, he was going on and on about this guy last night. I don't like, even remember like, doing like that. on and on and on um, about him. I want to, like, I really want to take it back because I'm going to be very pessimistic here. And I just want to talk about, like, being a Sixers fan in general, what that's meant for, like, the last five to six years. It's been Damn. absolutely nothing but bullshit. Like, literally, when this franchise enters the playoffs, we are one of the most incompetent sports franchises out there right now. Yes. Like, Besides you, the Phillies. Like, yes, but they don't, make, they don't, they don't make the playoffs. So, I, I have a really, really bad stat, if you want oh, one with that. Uh, hit us with the stat. Just blow my so, brains out, why don't you? The, the teams that have made the conference finals since 2001. Oh, I already heard this, yep. Oh, I didn't hear it. Enlighten me. Literally everybody in the entire <laughs> NBA besides the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, my God. Correct. And us, right? And us. Well, since 2001, yes. Yeah. How about yeah. that? And we've only we've only made the conference finals once since Dr. J, and that was with AI. But like, yeah. who's an enemy, by the Let's way? Let's go through this for the last couple of years. 2018 is a terrible, disgusting series where we get was it 4-1 by the Celtics? Where that was the confetti game and everything. That yeah. Was, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yes. That awful, terrible, disgusting series where we get fucked by our rival. The next year is 2019, and Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris are on the Sixers. It looks like it's the year, and then. Uh, they kind of shit the bed in Game 7, opening up Kawhi's shot that went in, which 99 times out of 100, it doesn't go in, but we live in the one multiverse timeline where it fucking fell. Yep. So that ruined Because he has here. the magnet code. Yeah. 2020. Funny enough, the only year that going into the playoffs, Joel Embiid has been healthy because mm-hmm. he had four months mm-hmm. off, which I'm going to get into that later, but... 2020 is the only healthy postseason for Joel. Ben Simmons is hurt. We get fucked by the Celtics again. And then uh, 2021, probably the worst of the bunch, where the Sixers have the most hype they've had in a while as the one seed. And again, you can thank Ben Simmons. Coming in as the one seed, and they just... 
play as a team, they played bad. Ben Simmons specifically played fucking horrible, as we know. He played like James Harden did in the fourth quarter. That was the most pain I've felt, I think. But, but I mean, I don't know. The Kawhi shot was pretty uh, yeah, bad. Yeah, I mean, but, like this. But at least this, with the Kawhi shot, you're like, okay, that that's literally an impossible thing that just happened. Yeah. But so with the, it, with it the Hawks series, it, it doesn't very, hurt as much. Yeah, it was a very winnable series. Like we should oh, have beaten them. We, we were literally the fucking one seed. We should have beaten them. And but when didn't. you have Kawhi dropping like 45, 46. Well, no, we're talking about last year. Oh. The Raptors. About the Hawks. Yeah. Well, that series, though, I mean, the, the, Hawks the Kawhi winnable, series, whatever. The Hawks whatever. was a series we should have won. Yes, which was why it hurt more. And then this, I mean, so now I'm going to be honest, I didn't have, like, I thought we were gonna, we could have beat the Heat if, obviously, Joel didn't get fucking hurt. But, uh, like, <laughs> you okay there, Vinny? Yeah, I dropped, <laughs> I dropped my pretzel almost. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I, if Joel didn't get hurt, we probably at least take one of the two games in Miami to begin with. Yeah, uh, I agree. He doesn't have as bad of performance performance for the entire series that he did. I want to, um, like, start getting pessimistic here because I have, like, some things to say. Pessimism and the Sixers first, are let's, First, synonymous. let's talk about just the roster. Um, I'm going to give him a bit of a pass because he had to deal with the Ben Simmons drama, but Daryl Morey did a terrible fucking job of building this roster. Yes. Th- this roster is filled up with guys who have no energy, no heart, and they just can't play. And then when you mix that with a coach that you're looking at down the stretch, you look at teams like, I'll use the teams we played in the playoffs, the Raptors in Miami. They're full of, unpro- not unproven, but they're full of guys that really aren't vets. They're young guys, guys that were undrafted or late-round gems, whatever. But throughout the year, Spolstra and Nick Nurse and what good coaches are supposed to do is give these guys time to get comfortable so that they don't do dumb shit in the Gabe game. Gabe Vincent is a perfect example Gabe, there. Gabe Vincent. Development. De- yes. develop, player it's, development. Yeah, it's, it's simple as that. It's player that everybody in fucking Philadelphia struggles about, with except for Jeff Str- Stoutland. So. you look at the six, What about the Struce character? He, he's I mean, great. where the hell did he come yeah, from? They, he's a grocery the, store. But it's he's, just insane. He's like, one of why the can't guys. we have a Struce? A Struss, whatever Seamus the hell his name is. Seamus, this is bringing me to my point. Doc Rivers has this anti-young guy vibe about him. And he him said it yesterday where, in his press conference yeah. pretty much. So, he said, I have, I, I have a, a yearning for veteran players. Why? Paul Reed played five, has played 500 minutes in his first two th- seasons combined. Correct. It's, it's terrible. So, like, especially when you look at the context of later in the season. So, obviously, James Harden gets traded for around the 60-game mark, somewhere in there. And you have however many games left, and you have no backup center because Andre Drummond gets traded. Yet all of the backup minutes go to two fucking guys who are, like, 100 years of combined age in Paul Millsap and DeAndre Jordan. When behind them, you have the reigning G League MVP... <laughs> And a guy who's tearing the G League up, like these are guys that you deserve, that deserve to get developmental minutes. At least minutes. a shot. At least a, a shot. shot. Right. And listen, Paul, and not, Paul Reed, and not garbage time, fucking bullshit <laughs> shot. A real shot. And not just throwing Paul Reed into the mix in the playoffs and yeah. expecting him to not like foul like an idiot because he's still at that phase of his career. He's not ready. But who's the star of that game six for the Sixers? Shake Milton. Oh yeah, well sh- that that leads me to another Doc point. Like Doc is not able to get the most out of his guys. Like first of all, it's not a good look when Doc is saying like you know oh we don't practice that much, yeah. which he like hangs his hat on. Like you can fucking tell <laughs> you guys don't really practice. And then you look at Shake like. Where was this Shake all series? Like, why was Shake? Uh, Shake was ta- basically it, taken out of the fucking yeah, rotation play in, game in, game, in a couple of these games. Like, Furkan was getting more minutes. It, it's unreal that's how... Why, that's why, listen, I, I, get, I get the financial situation with the Sixers head coaching-wise, right? Like, they're still paying for Brett Brown, so you kind of can't let Doc Rivers go and eat that money. Well, but you can work out, like, a mutual party, can't you? Like, yeah, We will talk about... Like the press conference, I just really wanted to keep going with this. That was a like, disaster, that press conference. Like, 
this team is just not built correctly. And Daryl Morey, who me and Pat are like, you know, the champions of him on this podcast, I'm going to see how he builds this roster over I the I came around on, on Daryl Morey. I'm very, I'm very excited for this offseason to see what Listen, he does. Listen, I am also. It's just he needs to really um, – build this roster the right way because I was blinded by James Harden the, the guys that and, are and on my this false hope of James Harden he got James Harden and just thought the blind that of was, the beard he got James Harden and really thought that was enough and as we can see it clearly was this enough. team had no depth no one cared but we all knew in the back of our minds no heart we all knew at the back of our, of our minds that the Harden thing wasn't going to work out and because we kept circling back to but Ben Simmons wouldn't play at least James Harden is playing at least James Harden likes basketball, likes to play basketball at least. We're going to get there, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just this Sixer season, it was up and down, up and down, up and down, and the playoffs were even worse. Look at these other teams that we've played and are in the conference right now. When you talk about the Raptors, Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, they have guys that aren't their star players that, like, fight, and they play with heart, and they yeah. play like they want to be there, especially Derek the White, Raptors. Derek White's another great example on Boston. I mean, Dude, fucking Milwaukee is a great point also because I forget exactly what game it was, but they were the, the game they won, um, I think, it was games five. Yeah, they were yeah, down yeah. by a good amount, yep. and they fought and clawed their way back in. Why don't Why don't the Sixers have a Bobby Portis? Why don't the Sixers Why don't the Sixers even have like nobody, a Tyler Hero in extreme? Step up. But I mean, dude, somebody. We need Ursan back. Oh my God, <laughs> the Sova? That'd be phenomenal. Nah, I don't. That's, I don't know about that. That's, that's, that's the kind of teachers from high school. By the way, if Furkan Korkmaz is back next year, I, I'm not watching a single but game. Let's like talk about our our main like core here. Obviously, we talk about Tobias. We just hope his trade value has been raised. Hope you trade him for some depth. Uh, next, before we get into the big hitters here, let's talk about Maxi. So, Maxi, uh, the, 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 the highlight so of the season. Yeah, I mean, was Tyrese Maxi. Absolutely. Well, besides Joel Embiid's MVP season, the rise of Tyrese Maxi has been something. But, but, but the real quick, the Embiid thing, we've been getting so spoiled with Joel True. getting better and better and better right. every single year. It was we just a nice surprise. The Tyrese Maxey thing is literally one of the best stories in the NBA. He has fully developed into a star, and like I wouldn't be surprised if next year he really is like in, like a fringe like all star like up there yeah. like with yeah. more you know just more experience under his belt. But um, in this playoff series specifically, uh, he was all right. He, he he looked like he cared, but he didn't look like. Um, you know, he didn't look like a veteran, which he's not, obviously. Like, he looked like a 21-year-old kid. But that's the thing. Like, you, you see these people. And by the way, ESPN hates Philadelphia, period. So I, I don't even care about what they say. Taylor doesn't either. But seriously. He, no, he doesn't. He says I whine I don't, all the time. I, yeah, I don't care what they say, but I'm going to mention it every podcast that but I do. I'm, but I'm just saying, there's people that keep saying Maxi is two or three years away from being an all-star. Which is no, possible, not. but I don't believe it. Ma- I, I think he's an all-star next season. He's no. I don't I, know. I, I think he's an all-star next season. I, I, who, who, do you, who do you think Why? he's? Who do you think he's better than that would be an all-star? I, I don't know, Taylor, but he's playing like Andrew an Wiggins. Well, we're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> Eastern Conference in the guards. East. Yeah. And no, Taylor, no, I just had to bring Taylor that up. Was all aboard the win list for Wiggins, I'm sure, in Philadelphia. <laughs> How did who that work it? out for yeah, you? Yeah, we all were. No, was, no, we all were. That was, that was a big thing. You were anti-process? anti-process. seriously, though, Tyrese is maybe, like, I think, like, maybe two years away from an all-star, but I think, like, next year he's going to hit fringe all-star level. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to take it up Which another think, notch. By the way, I don't even care about that. I, I just no. I just care about his development. I'm not going to kill we're, – no, we're, no one here is going to kill Tyrese. He played a fine series. He looked like he cared. He a 21-year-old to win you playoff yes, games. Yes, correct. And the well, fact that he had fucking LeBron 38 James. in that one game, like, or yeah. 30, 34, 36, whatever. So Tyrese, 39, 40. <laughs> Tyrese is the future of the Sixers. We're looking. <laughs> Vince, you right there, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. Vince oh, is, boy. Vince I'm getting is, choked up. You got it. <laughs> no, but we're, we're looking forward to the. He's the future of the Sixers. Vince um, Lopiondo is staring at Vince Quinn, and it's choking him up. 
Let's talk about James Harden next. Um, James Harden is brought here to basically take pressure off Embiid in high-pressure moments when he's on the... It was basically, let's make the non-Embiid minutes better. Yes. And this offseason is a perfect example because obviously Joel breaks his face and uh, his thumb is he's torn. He's got a torn ligament as but, John um, Bartridge doing jumping jacks in the background. James comes out in game six after... Uh, Are you ready, ready to go to the Phillies? Yeah. What was it? Let's get down field. to business. It was game four. We aired a 30-point game, correct? Game four? Yes, game so four. So he gives us a little bit of hope, which is Philly sports. They give us hope just mm -hmm. to yank it away. But he has a great game. We're like, okay, maybe we're going to get some yeah. semblance uh, of like... I thought he was going to drop 40 from, from that point <laughs> I on. know you did. I, I, dude, I was so excited. And Sheamus, he just let me down. And then he came really, out flat yeah. in Miami. He came out flat in Philly. The, like, beard, yeah. the so beard did what the beard does, he, and he let me down. He comes out and scores 11 in the second... In, in the sixth game, sorry. Mm -hmm. And uh, he puts on one of his worst playoff performances ever in my mind because he comes out in the second half and he's just nothing, flat. Literally, he does on no literally he nothing. He wouldn't take a shot. He, it's, it was mind-boggling. It's just a really full-circle, ironic moment. He had more turnovers than yeah. shot attempts how or about, assists in the second oh, half. How, how, oh, go ahead, it's Vince. really full-circle, ironic moment, funny, that we brought James Harden here because, like, hey, at least he'll take shots yeah. in the fourth quarter of big games. Yeah. And then he didn't do it. I, you know what I love, though? This is It, it drives me fucking insane. Mm -hmm. Why do we have to deal with this? What the fuck did our we friend, do? Our friend Stephen A. We Smith. Got a, we got an Eagle Super Bowl. Our friend Stephen A. Smith said it, said it best. There needs to be an investigation launched into James Harden. <laughs> there needs to be one because the guy. All right, put on your tinfoil hats, everybody. You, dude, you throw you throw up thirty. Does he want Doc gone? Is that why he he's not showing Maybe. up? Maybe. I, I mean, I, hey, if, if that's the case, I'm all. all like, like, like I'm fully said, behind him. He in said, that. "Let's bring in D'Antoni because yeah, that's that's Harden's guy." And no, I, I don't think D'Antoni does a lot for you here anymore. Like, I just, seeing that they didn't have any heart. Uh, a guy like D'Antoni isn't going to really fire guys up. He's more there for like scheme and I, shit I need like Mo that. Cheeks Why back. can't like, can we find Sam one of these? Like, can we find Mo one Cheeks. of these? Sam Maybe Cassell. Sam Cassell could be the guy. Like, he very well the, could. I want the Sixers to be one of those teams that find like that win in the playoffs. Un, like no, no. Well, uh, yes, but I'm talking like as far as a coach, like an unknown like gem, like yes, like someone yeah. like even Edoka. Like obviously yeah. he came from our organization, and so did uh, M Monty Williams, right? Yep. Yeah. So like, why I want to find a guy like that where we stumble onto a gem who ends up being a great coach for years and That'd years. That'd be great for a player, too, though. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Even though we but pretty much did that with James Harden so. looked like he was ready for vacation in Game 6. Abs yeah. Absolutely did. And this is my next little rant about the team. I already said they had no heart, but, like, it blows my mind. And some people will say, oh, you know, Joel, he didn't play great. He had no energy. Well, He's well, got a broken think? face and a torn thumb. Injuries yeah. that would sideline people yeah. for weeks. Don't and he, is he the emotional leader of this team? Absolutely he is. But, but somebody else has to pick it up. How can you see James Harden? How can you see Joel Embiid out there with these injuries, busting his ass in Game Five at least? Well, even dude, even at that press conference yesterday, which which dude, these reporters were so soft on, on Maury about Harden, but that's a completely different story. But like one of the questions was. Uh, what did you think about Embiid's performance? It's definitely not like a typical Embiid. And Doc Rivers pretty much goes, well, he's got a broken face and right. a torn ligament in his thumb. I mean, like, how do you, and he even said, like, how do you not see that? Well, so, this brings I mean, me to my point. The, the Embiid hate is, is as, stupid. As a player, as a teammate, when you see your leader out there doing that, putting his body on the line for you, how does that not fire you up and you don't want to pick up the slack for him at all? No, dude. It's just if Joel Embiid struggles, no we're fucked. Even if he's got a broken face and a torn thumb, we're just not going to we're not gonna pick up the slack. If Joel's but then moping around back, a little bit because he's hurt. And you use the word. That's what people go back to. Well, he's a moper. He, if he's not feeling well, he's going to mope around. Listen, and everybody else, every starter is going to follow I've suit. Said this, I, I don't buy I've that. said this team is as a head hanger before, and I would agree if like Joel was healthy and he was missing shots and he was hanging his head and moping around like that, 
I'd say this was more being in utter physical pain than moping yes. around. Yeah. And, and like, Tyrese Maxey put it best. He is a soldier. He is a warrior. He yes. is. And there so, is no other way to put it. It just pisses me off that the rest of the team, and especially James Harden, who's supposed to be second fiddle here, can just look at that and just be like, meh, who cares? I'm ready, yeah, to, like, go. I'm, I'm ready to go to Cancun. Well, they're still getting he, their he paychecks. Wants to, he was thinking about Delilah's in the third quarter and now, the fourth quarter. We're done he was thinking about Lou yeah. Turks and Delilah's. We're, we're done and, with James Harden and, now. And, and, and the and other one. Just and what Seamus was thinking about, too. That brings us to our MVP. Our MVP, Joel Embiid. Um, obviously, he has an MVP level season. He yes. gets robbed of MVP, in our opinion. And then in the Toronto series, he plays great, even though there were a few Wait stumbles a minute. According along the to way. The VORP, he did not win MVP. <laughs> the most VORPable player. The right. most VORPable player was not Embiid. But um, basically, obviously, we know he gets hurt. We know that things happen at the end. And I'm going to preface all of what I'm about to say. And I'm, I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here. These injuries that Joel suffered, I think it's bullshit when people are talking about injury-prone right now because, like, if this was an ankle, a back, a, a knee, a, f- a foot, I would get it because he's had those injuries before, and they're, like, fatigue-related. Um, fatigue has nothing to do with catching an elbow from Pascal Siakam in the face and breaking a orbital bone. Who's an enemy? Uh, nothing to do with getting uh, your finger caught in a jersey and getting your finger uh, torn, but, like, this is where I need to, like, pose the idea and the question. Um, it, Joel Embiid's only had one healthy postseason since he's been here. Yep. Yes, and that's a problem. And obviously. we don't like to talk about it because I don't want them to, like, move on from Joel or anything. But I really think, like, this upcoming season, because he's going to be, what, 29? Like, yeah, 29. Like, like, this needs to be we, we mentioned this on our last show. It took me back, like... Like, it really did take me back when he was talking the other night about how, like, oh, looking into the future when I, I retire. I was like, dude, please don't retire yet. Don't even talk about it. Right. So that, that got me sad. Weren't, weren't you guys just bitching about somebody, uh, you know, saying Embiid's never healthy for the playoffs? Well, like, who was saying that a couple months ago? Uh... Who was it? I don't know. I, I, think, I think it was O'Leary, but it doesn't matter. Listen, no, no, I, like somebody sure, somebody things, on a different show. Things start to happen, all right? And yeah. I'm starting to, like, get so beaten down by this team. And I'm no, not but, saying... No, but Vince, we've all known that... And, and people don't like to use the word injury prone because you talk about, like, the, the freak injuries like, like, like he suffered right now. But, dude, either way you cut it, he's definitely injury prone. And that's a problem. So, I mean, like... Like I said, he's only had one healthy postseason as a sixer. And he came in a year where he had four months off before the playoffs. Yeah. So, like, it's something to, something to note. And, I'm not, again, I'm not saying move on from him or anything because I'm not ready for another rebuild, which we would 100% need. Yeah, uh, maybe in a yeah. few years, Maxi is good enough you can build around him. But right now, he's not there at all. No. He's not there. I love him. I don't think – like, you know when a guy's like that. Yeah. I, that's not, it's not a Maxi. Regardless, he's 100% not there yet. Listen, I think next year might need to be the year that Joel shows he can be fully healthy for a whole se- season because um, – like, he's getting up there in age. He obviously, yeah. his body's been beaten down so much. He's talking about his future retirement. Like, it and, look, just, and look at my lock, stri- my lock screen is James Harden. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got to change on. that. And, and Joel Embiid. I, I got to change that back to it, Harper. It just sucks, man. He can't catch a break. He, it's sad, but it is what it is. And um, if he really just can't it. Make is what it, it is, I am who I am. I don't know how many more years you do of this before you do just, like, the Embiid era has and to end. I hate I hate to say this, but like he does play very recklessly. Oh, absolutely. And that's that plays a big factor into his injuries. Yeah, and but going obviously back to a big point, a big part. When of, we see that on Twitter, oh, he plays recklessly. We we get offended. We I, do. I don't. He we literally know we does. Get offended. I get I get annoyed when people are saying that he plays recklessly and he fucking injures himself all the time because of it. He doesn't do it all the time. It's like just most of the time. No, because like the 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 genuine part of there's a genuine part of me that he literally worked with Drew Hanlon like two summers ago to learn how to fall so he wouldn't hurt himself. 
Every April he does it. Yeah. <laughs> how, about but, uh, him, how about him tripping over himself in game like four or five? Oh, God, that was just tough to watch. I think that was in game six. It was, was game it? six. Oh, it was? It was oh, game dude, six. everything's a blur. Uh, everything's yeah, it's a blur. All a blur. But like, like I said, since since the Joel Embiid era started, it's really been nothing but pain. He's really the only constant we've had every year. It's like the six, dude, the Sixers. They might not be the greatest team at you know like putting together winning or like success. Well, but that's for literally sure. one of the worst. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Boy, will I be damned if they aren't one of the best at historic epic collapses. Yes. yes. Well, not there with Enter- the Phillies no. too. Entertainment. Yes, they are always entertaining. <laughs> Doc, the it, most entertaining coach in the league. I mean, it's sad entertainment, but yeah, so it's entertainment Brown, nonetheless. But Brett um, Brown was the most entertaining coach I've ever seen, just for the press conference. Star hunting, but star honestly, hunting. no, I mean his his accent was just fucking beautiful. Yeah, I loved, it. I loved it so much. It was very entertaining. Um, while we're on the topic of Doc, I guess we should talk about it. Uh, the press conference yesterday, Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers do a press conference where Daryl Morey's asked if Doc will be back, and he says yes. So there's two ways to take it. A, you can take it at face value, and Doc Rivers will be back. Or, or B, Daryl Murray is a liar. Well, which, big liar. We all, know, we all know that Daryl Murray is a liar. I'm going to tell you this right now. Daryl Murray is one of the biggest so, liars I've ever seen in my life. He lies all, about Ben yeah. Simmons. He <laughs> loves Ben Simmons. He hates Ben Simmons. He can't tell. Nobody can tell. So, who, who is this guy, Daryl Murray? <laughs> we'll all give our opinions on it. My first opinion, my, my thought is that... Um, it, it, not endorsement. Listen, I don't know I if he's going to... I don't know if Doc is going to be back, but my thinking is that... Listen, if you're going to fire Doc, you're not going to fire Doc like that anyway. No. You're not going to. Yeah, no. Here's how it would have went down. He would have gotten fired after the game, in my opinion. Did he get fired no, behind no, closed doors? They're meeting, they're meeting together like tomorrow or some shit. Oh, okay. But he dude, would get fired behind there, closed there doors. There is no yeah. way Daryl Morey would have went out there and done a joint press conference with Doc Rivers only to fire him. Seamus, they, they, they always I, do yeah, their yeah. press conferences I, yeah, together. At the beginning of the season, it. they did it together. Don't buy it. Midway. Like, don't they do their press conferences together. Are we agreeing? You said he wouldn't have done it to fire him? Yeah. No, I'm saying that he Doc Rivers is definitely coming back. No. Definitely. Let me let me let me reinstate what Pat was saying here. They do this every single season. And listen, if like someone said this yesterday in our group chat, um, when he's asked flat out, is Doc gonna be back, you have to just give a flat out answer because yeah. if you dance around the topic, it's gonna be the focus of the whole entire press conference. Every other question would be um, When in reality James Harden should have been more yeah. of a focus than anybody and, else. And what I said to Vince yesterday is did you learn anything from the Ben Simmons saga? It's literally like he was sitting there saying, We want Ben Simmons long term, we yeah, want exactly. to work this out, we do not want to trade Ben. And then a month later he was gone. I kinda skipped over this, but Doc's post game presser after game six was very funny. Um I've been critical of Howard Eskin before, I love him, but man. I'll give him a shout out for the do- the job security question. The that well, by, the, well, by the way, Howard did a good job. I mean, like, Howard, Whoa, Howard, he's the only guy that'll ask questions like that because he doesn't give a fuck. How is Howard out of line for for asking questions that we all want to hear the answers to? For for asking questions, no, he's an idiot sometimes too. No one, but I'm just saying, like, no one's saying he's out of line. But a lot of times, these teams have media members that are ass kissers so they can keep their credentials. Well, also, you have people that work for the team asking soft questions like, talk about Tyrese Maxey and how much you love him instead of, Instead of, hey, Daryl, like, can you explain what your boy James Harden is doing? But, Seamus, uh, I agree, and I'm saying this is why Howard actually deserves credit because if you look around the NBA, there are there's a number, probably like a handful or ten teams, that it's only ass-kissing if you want to cover this t- their team. Like, the Lakers are one, the Golden State Warriors, and there's a, a yeah. bunch more, but... Like, and I give Howard props for doing that. And Doc got very offended at the question where he was like, 
you know, oh, I think I've done a fantastic. According to fucking who have you done a fantastic but, but he job? Always Would, pr- they Rivers. counted us out the last couple of years. Like, get the fuck Doc, out of here. Doc, you were the first seed in the East. First of all, nobody <laughs> nobody had no expectations. He said something along those lines. Oh, yeah. they, they didn't expect any, anything. Well, no, he said, he said nobody had us up there. It's like everybody well, had you up there. As a matter of fact, that's why they brought you in. To, because yes, you have the correct. pedigree as a, as a head coach. You won a championship 15 years ago. At, that's why we brought you in here. At the end of the game, I came to the conclusion that we were not good enough to beat the Miami Heat. That is what he said. And sure. really, it's not even true, man. No one on the no, fucking court. They gave up on you, Doc. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they quit on you. Yeah. To a T. As a matter of fact, James Harden's uh, response to, like, oh, why were you not aggressive, again, I think from Howard, was, well, I, I didn't get the ball. And then, and then the follow-up yeah. was... Well, the problem was, was every time he touched the ball, he turned it over in the fourth quarter. Well, whatever. His handle is so. not what it was. So his handle is I don't know, yeah. But, I mean, but Howard also, especially with him dribbling it off his foot and shit like that. Ugh. Somebody also followed up. I don't know if it was Howard or not, but but they said, um, and, and whose fault is that? Is that the head coach's uh, fault for you not getting the ball so much? And he, he just said, next question. So, I mean, a little slight but, at, at Basically, River. he was saying the offensive scheme works so that when he passed, the ball never came back yeah. pretty much. And yeah. But my favorite moment of the Doc uh, post-game presser was when he said he was emotional because this might be uh, Paul Millsap's last career game. Oh, my God, game. please. As if please. anyone, fucking as if anyone in the city. I don't that. Are you fucking kidding as me? As if anyone in the city gives a lying fuck Bro, about Paul what? Millsap. Nobody cares about Paul Millsap. I'm sorry. I'm sure he's a nice dude, guy. Dude, how fucking out of touch is Doc? He's terrible. Like, oh my what God. the fuck, dude? You're going to give me Paul Millsap. I forget exactly who asked the question or what it was, but it was something in the state of like being are you emotional like something about being emotional and doc said yeah i'm emotional of course like Fuck this might have been and then he goes he said, this jordan. he said this might have been paul Millsap's last career game and he said deandre jordan are you kidding who cares the only person- i mean he and deandre probably fuck on the low I, so i don't give a shit nobody cares about deandre jordan either he's terrible but i will say this the danny green thing is sad it's devastating yeah, it's very sad I, if you're going to bring up People's last games. Huge, Let, let's focus on. I mean, Danny you're not Green. gonna you're not gonna say that. You're not gonna say that in a post game presser. The last thing you're gonna say is, well, th- "Oh, Danny had a good career. I'm really sad because it might be over." No, yeah, but Doc like, that's, did that's, say that. He did say that. I'm just saying say? you should probably focus. He said it could also be Danny Green's final game too. I didn't hear him say. He that. said that. I, I, I he jumbled it up with Paul Millsap and DeAndre Jordan. It probably is. No, it probably is. It 30, is. 35 ACL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. It definitely is. I agree, Pat. Though you just don't like you know say that because you don't know. You have a sense of decorum, like. Okay, but the, that's not even the point. It should have been about Danny Green instead of Paul Millsap, instead of DeAndre Jordan. Nobody cares about that. Paul Millsap's the heart of this team. <laughs> yeah, he's the heart Joel's of the soul. best friend on him, the team, Him Paul and Furkan Korkmaz are, like, Doc's favorite players, and, like, they are Can you blame him? No, awful. no, Jaden Springer's Doc's favorite player, actually. I like Jaden, though. Is he ever okay. going to see the floor? No. I don't think I've seen him take a <laughs> shot Doc, in Doc, at Sixers. What are you talking about? In blowouts, he does. Taking a shot? Yeah. One. Bro, he had like two threes in the in the game three in Miami when we were blowing him out at the end of the game. Can oh, I, yeah, uh, I didn't watch the end of it. Yeah. I do, I do want to say one <laughs> Well, thing. yeah, you're never going to see it if you're not watching the end. That's Taylor, true. Taylor's got a Springer jersey. One thing that really <laughs> pisses me off that comes from the media and from some Philly fans, and let me get this point out because I know you're going to be itching to cut in here. When people say, like, the process didn't work or the process failed, yeah, that's bullshit. Or when they just throw Hinky under the bus. Are we really blaming a GM who hasn't made a single decision for this front office in like six years? Seven and also, years? the other thing, the whole point of the process was to be contenders every year. Sam Hinkie. Not, not necessarily to win, maybe eventually win, but it, the whole point was to build a team good enough to be able to make the playoffs and make some noise in the playoffs. Sam Hinkie loaded this uh, team up with draft picks. He, he drafted Embiid, I believe, right? Yes. And then, was that his la- when was his last draft? Big yes, was that Taylor. It? He, it was uh, one of those. 
but was it? No, yeah. Listen, all I know is he gave us Embiid, he gave us a shitload of assets, and then he got removed forcibly by the NBA. And what happened from there is not on him. The process fucking put this organization in the position to succeed, and they completely fumbled it after yeah. he left. Yeah, but I, I mean, more people we also we also had a league plant here in Colangelo, which was terrible. Well, yes, but. exactly, but. But I think more people are in support of the process than, than aren't, dude. No, right, but it's people a, recognize that Joel Embiid is the process. It's a national media thing, and even even local yeah. media, where they say, the, look where, oh, look where the process got us. The process was not responsible for where we are now. It was responsible for building this roster into a contender, which, which they did. in a way it is, but the organization has failed Sam Hinkie. It has. Yes. It's just second round exit after second you round exit after second round exit. Like we're going to blame Sam Hinkie for Elton Brand like giving Tobias Harris a max. The or Fultz trade. The Fultz, Fultz, like the Fultz trade. trade. Like none of that has to do with a, a GM that hasn't been involved in this organization for fucking six years yeah. it's it's a weird it's a very weird narrative and this just, is going to be the the um the saddest podcast we've ever done and we've done well actually we're gonna we're gonna bring up the and mood a little bit actually because i'm gonna i'm gonna cut the sixers talk because i just can't yeah, fucking talk about this anymore uh, and you know we'll why you, you know October, why else cares. you know why else because we are standing in a beautiful 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 ballpark you know what's right funny? now it, it, it's just one of my favorite places on, Earth. on a game night Pretty much. I mean, it really is. It's like it's like Dollar Dog Night. But right listen, now. this is one of my favorite places on earth. We are here, Citizens Bank Park, and how about them fills the past couple yeah, games? Yeah, how, how, about, how about them people how about giving them Alec, fills? Alec Boehm a marginal major league baseball player? How, but how a about them fills? Because he said, "Go fuck yourself," pretty fuck much. Off, but yeah, they, they, they have been doing good. <laughs> they went into LA. They can't beat the Mets for you know nobody can beat the Mets. Yeah. But they go into LA. I, I'm I'm and they're fucking on the Dodgers for some reason. I'm expecting one win in LA. Okay, yeah. like one win in LA. Yeah. That, that's enough. And now we're two and zero right now. But now we're two and zero. But but the problem with this team the entire se- the entire season so far one month is that when the offense isn't clicking, the bullpen sucks. Yep. When the bullpen is on fire, the starting pitchers yep. suck. Nobody's insane. And the offense and, isn't clicking. And, and that's, <laughs> but that's what you're seeing right now. Yeah. You, you, you want to see, dude, Jury's Familia does not deserve to be on a major league Shoot field. him in the head. Ever, ever, Shoot ever, him in the head. ever, ever, Old ever, ever. He is so bad, so bad. That was one offseason signing that Taylor loved. But it was one off-season <laughs> signing that I was like, okay, you're going to bring in Juris Familia, who is totally washed up, yeah. spent 10 years with the Mets, has a lot of, like, off-the-field issues as well. It's just, like, marginal at best reliever. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. anymore. Dude's washed. So he goes in there last night. He gives up the entire the, the, the entire game. See ya. Don't, don't even give me a Jose Alvarado yeah. can never find the zone. It's just Alvarado. It's a nice it's, – it's, it's a nightmare. It's, it's a nightmare. Jose Alvarado. So even when they do Josie. well – Jay-Z Alvarado. And like an idiot, I stay up and I watch these West Coast games. I, I yeah, mean, I don't know why you did that to I, I don't yourself. know why I did Wait, that. Wait, how, how late did Actually, those go? Well, we, were, we were up at the bar, I so like I guess it didn't really matter. 2 a.m.? Yeah. Oof, oh, like yeah, last night no, they went I to the 10th home, inning. I came home. It was tied 10-10. I came home from the bar and finished it. Oh, yeah, I don't oh, think we God. did. We came up from the bar and started screaming Irish music in the mix. Oh, my God. <laughs> I should have done that. What? At what point would you stop watching a game? Like, what has to happen? I, no, I don't, never. No, I, I, I don't turn off the Phillies game. I, I just don't. Ever? Told you. I told no. you. I fucking I told you, Taylor. I can't, I can't turn off the Phillies game. Because any, especially with this lineup, anything could happen. 
So yeah, anything, anything absolutely night. anything. They could all tear the ACLs immediately, and <laughs> you never know. And by the way, you, you the best. And by the way, <laughs> you talk about Embiid as a warrior. Bryce Harper is just as much a warrior. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there is yeah. no doubt about it. This guy goes out there, not even an all-star, even throw. not even an all-star <laughs> last year, and wins the he NLMVP. He literally can't even throw. His right elbow now. is no longer a thing, and he's hitting home run, home run, double, double, double. He won you that game Listen, last night. You don't want to yes. be cliche, but like Bryce Harper, Joel Embiid are like Philly tough guys. Yes, yes. they are. They, they but do I don't think, think Harper gets enough credit. I really don't. And it might be because the, the Sixers are obviously a playoff team every year. Yeah, it's, it's, because they the get there. it's because of the Phillies who they are as a team. But, I mean, that was the most under-the-radar MVP I've ever experienced. The most under-the-radar MVP. And people around the league yes hate and him. No, I don't no know. it was. Nobody gave a shit, dude. No, no, people in Philly gave a shit. I don't know. That's who I'm talking about. When no, have, I mean, they were, like, probably the only people that gave a shit. I don't, I don't think When so. have people cared about the MVP, though? I, I care about I mean, dude. Everybody, everybody was kind of rallying around Bryce for it last year. But, no, they weren't. Like, I, I just mean in general. I knew in was. general. So I agree with Seamus in a way. <laughs> because, that was like, the most under-the-radar MVP I've I, ever I seen. I agree with you in a way because I do think if Embiid had won MVP this year, it would have been way bigger. There would have been parades. It would have been well, a yeah, yeah. It would have been Frankfurt and Cotman. Then again, it. Joel Embiid is like. He's, he's endeared Philly. himself for years he to this like Phil, He's got his roots firmly planted here. Yeah. I, but I agree with you, though. I do agree. I'm just saying, like Bryce Harper. I mean, he he's the pa- he's the ultimate panderer. Like, there's no yeah. doubt about it. But he's like, great. He's I don't a give great a shit. Panderer. Well, yes, when you sign phenomenal. Four, when you sign 14-year contracts for 80 billion dollars, you have to pander a little bit. So I, I don't know. I just think he's a very he's all, an MVP he's in that regard too. On that same warrior level as Joel Embiid. The last time we had these headsets on and mics in our face, we asked the question. This might be the last time I put on those headsets. <laughs> we, we, we asked the question: uh, Are you hot skin or hot out? And uh, since then, he's he's been Hoskin. Yeah, Hoskin, baby. We're Hoskin. He's Hoskin. I hate Reese Hoskins. <laughs> I still hate Reese Hoskins. Did you like last oh, week's no, description? Oh, no, he's still Hosk out. Well, dude, I mean, the guy goes, here's What's he, it going to take to get this he, man that because, opt Hoskin? Because I, I, Hoskins doesn't even exist. He doesn't well, exist. He's a, he's, idea. he's not a real thing. <laughs> because this guy sucks all year, all year. And then he chooses the biggest uh, stadium in the world to, to hit five home runs, ten grand slams. What if, what if he was right behind in you Seattle. right now? Is he? <laughs> you suck. I'm Hoskins. I'm Hoskins. You, you suck, Reese Hoskins. I, I just don't like him. He's very streaky. For the I same reasons what why. What if I told you? On the field, by the way. That Reese Hoskins. For the same reasons why you don't like Oduble. Or, was going to I mean, win MVP this year. I'm going to be honest. I mostly don't like Oduble because he uh, beats women. Well, but I'm just yeah, saying. You where? always bring up the streaky thing. That's why I hate Hoskins, too. Well, Positive vibes at Citizens Bank Park, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> my hate for Oduble has always been PVO, because... PVO, PVO. My, my hate for Oduble has always been because he's very streaky and he doesn't make up for it by being, like, a good or likable guy. I agree. Hoskins is very likable. Yeah, he Oduble. has a dog. You know, he's a very likable... He, he he's a, a likable guy. What's his dog's name? I don't know. Probably... Oh, I thought you were going to know that. It's Hoskout. It's, pr- it's probably Bryce. <laughs> it's Scout, because it's Hoskout. <laughs> it might be Scout, actually. But anyway, he seems like a nice guy, but I don't, I, I don't care for him. At all. And I don't see a need Vince for it. Vince didn't like that. I don't see a need for the Hoskins. I just don't. The Hoskins? We have like <laughs> we have like ten DHs on our in our starting lineup. Correct, yes. Why do we need why do we need Reese Hoskins? What does he provide for you? He provides a place he, to throw the ball at first. Reece sometimes. Ho- barely. Barely. <laughs> Play Bowman at first. Yeah, yeah I'd, no, I'd I would see Bowman at first. And Camargo at third, please. But my whole point about Reese Hoskins is he is capable of going on a week of hot streaks. Yeah. And then we'll hit 100 for the next three months. Yeah. That is not acceptable. And and he is so strong that he will hit 25 homers a year. But yeah. we don't need that right now in this lineup when you have Castellanos and Harper. You just need to get JT. on fucking base. I don't know. That's, I'm Hoskow. 
He also he also his walks have gone down this year, which was a big thing that kind of kept him afloat Everything's last year. Everything's gone down. Yeah. Because, that's why it doesn't make sense. He goes to Seattle, thought one of the hardest <laughs> yeah. ballparks to hit in, and he goes off. Yeah. That's why he's just like he's not real. Doesn't make any sense. He's not a real thing. Reese Hoskins is just an enigma on planet Earth. He really just, is. Just, just, in, yeah, just to annoy Seamus. He Reece really is. Reese Hoskins is not real. He's just, I, he's a figment of Seamus' imagination. We're in Sidden's <laughs> Bank Park physically, but we're in Sidden's Out Bank Park yeah, physically. Yeah, I'm Sidden's Out, man. I fucking I, hate you. Know you. What I mean? you, need, you need to do like an Inception like parody, but it's just about Reese Hoskins. <laughs> We need, we need to have an entire... James has probably never seen Inception. Wait, what's the little thing no. that they use in that movie? <laughs> what's the little thing they use in that movie to determine if it's reality or not? Oh, the fucking uh, spinner. Yeah. Have, have Seamus... The spinning uh, top. Like, film, have Seamus film his TV while Reese is up the bat and then film over one of those is spinning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ending of Inception. You don't know if it's reality or not. Yep, yep. But see, you guys like to derail me. You, you bring up the Hoskin, Hoskin out. You know, you like to derail me. I'm having fun with the Phillies right now. Cass, don't let are me you think. middle 10 or middle out? I'm in his house, so I'm middle 10. Well, right now, the Phillies are, like, looking fine. Um, you hope that the hitters Looking keep... fine. They, they, they just tied a, a, a series with at least with the best team in baseball. No, I know. It's just the, the bats need to keep it up because, the bull, like you said, they don't ever line up uh, that both are playing well at the same time. But yes. the bullpen has been all but begging to blow these leads last yeah. couple yeah. games. Yeah. So you need your hitters to continue to do it, what it, they're including, doing. Including, by the way, Corey Knable. I mean, like people say, oh, well, he he just pitched yesterday. That's he why he can't find the strike zone. No, don't give me that, dude. These, these relievers are so catered. Actually, he needs to blow you. These relievers are so catered to and babied it's embarrassing i mean you can't you can't ask a guy you're paying 40 million dollars it's not that much but it's millions and millions of dollars to go out there on back-to-back nights and then he goes well no, I apparently not well i didn't have enough rest well dude you're our closer this is a same brad opportunity would never. find the strike zone brad ledge would quite literally never it's just the, it's just up and down with this bullpen jose alvarado dude Yes, you throw 100 miles an hour. The problem is you can't throw a strike. Yes. The problem is this is the, the major league. The problem is leagues. you throw wild pitches sometimes, too. The problem is JT Romuto is not going to always be able to dive eight feet out of the strike zone yeah. to save you runs, to bail you out. It's, uh, I hate this. I hate the bullpen. I, I hate Familia, Alvarado, Canable. Mm-hmm. Canable, uh, I'll give him a break. But uh, Alvarado and Familia. Terrible. Like, and, literally and, have given then, me no hope. And then hope. you have the Nor... The, I don't even know what the hell his name is. Norwood, Norrod experience. Dude, it's the same problem with this team that we've had for a long, time. It long always comes time. back to the bullpen. Always. It, always. It, every year. Every year it's, it's the very, bullpen. It's very reminiscent of a problem the Eagles had up until recently, which was a cornerback. They... For, for as long as you can remember, I think... I don't know what but year... But at least the Eagles go to the playoffs. I don't remember what year Asante Samuel retired or left the Eagles or whatever. But since then, I think it was like 2007 to 2008. Since then, the Eagles hadn't had a good fucking cornerback. Uh, it's like... And it plagued us up until Darius Well, Light. it is the and same. And it's like that with the Phillies now. The, the Phillies haven't had a bullpen since Brad Lidge. Oh, my God. And it's... It's, uh, it's, well, it's 2011, it's, I guess. It is whatever. absolutely br- And by the way, I love Schwerber. I'm, I'm wearing the Schwerber shirts, shirtsy, right? I, I love right I on. love Schwerbs. The problem with Schwerber is the dude's a 100, 150 hitter. Why, why is he in the leadoff spot? Why? Why be, for the occasional leadoff bomb. I, I, I get his numbers last year were good in the leadoff spot, but dude, you can't go 150 in the leadoff spot. You gotta yeah. hope that as hitting weather approaches, he really gets it together. Oh God, I mean, with, with we need Charlie Manuel as a hitting coach. Oh, God, please give me Charlie. Just, 
Char- yes. oh, speaking of Charlie, <laughs> Charlie rang the bell at game six, and that's when I Shut knew up. we were toast. Yeah. Another must. He a did? Cool, a cool yeah. bell ringer. This, you can't have cool bell ringer, you bell can't. ringers when you it comes to the You have to have the lamest fucking people you ring that bell like or we will lose. You have to have a fucking dog. To be fair, Harden was lame when he rang the bell and you know. Well, they lost that game. That's what I mean. How would Reese Hoskin, how would that go if Reese did it? Nobody would even know who the hell he is. People are so think I think people know who Reese is. Everybody would be throating him. Everybody would be throating him, and you know it. <laughs> I think Every Philly, woman would. I, w- sure. Listen, if, if any Philly you, you athlete, include. if any Philly no. athlete wants to up their stake in like, the popularity in the city, Hoskin. and that's outside of like the stars, Hoskin. one of the players, Hoskin. you're just gonna keep talking over me. <laughs> if any player in the city wants to like up their popularity, and that's outside of like the star guys, we need like our own David Bakhtari or however you say his name from the Packers yeah, 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 yeah. to just show up at like Phillies or well, it depends what. I, team this person's on, but show up to the other team's games and just, just be chug an beers. Yeah. Just chug beers. The city will immediately fucking Jason love Kelsey you. Jason Kelsey would. <laughs> he, <laughs> he does. I feel like he's too popular already. You gotta take someone like uh, who's like like fucking Shake Milton or or bring oh, back. God no, I mean, he'd be terrible. I at feel it. like Thaddeus Young could do a good job. You know, well bring, he bring worked, He's on the Raptors. Yeah, so. but you know he's gonna retire soon. <laughs> bring him back. <laughs> bring back Thaddeus Young to be our hype man. I would love that. Uh, yeah, sure. Someone in the city, that's the way you uh, opportunize uh, becoming more uh, We popular. have the Philly Fanatic, though. Like, how does the Philly Fanatic not jack these guys up on a nightly basis? I, Wait, I don't, want, I don't get what? it. Not jack them up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, you, you are a sick man. <laughs> Taylor, how's that over there? What are, you, what are you eating? A massive piece of bacon. That looks yeah, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love bacon. I think the Philly Fanatic needs to start upping the steaks because I went I need to a to Flyers go game a couple months ago and, like, gritty assaults people. Well, Gritty's that's awesome. That, that, no, I'm saying He's that's what the, the fanatic needs to up the stakes. I, I'm not a big fan of Gritty. I, I'm really not. Well, yeah, because I mean, you're Flyers. a fucking boomer. I, I'm Gritty out. Because you're a boomer. Well, because he's a wannabe fanatic. You're a boomer. I mean, no, he's way crazy. All the, all the like boomers the fan- hate Gritty because he looks like a crackhead. He's like the fanatic on crack. He, he's yeah, the awesome. fanatic on, on It's literally crack, awesome. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he does assault people. I, do. I don't see what the problem is, honestly. That's true. It's they I, signed I, up for it by buying a ticket. Now we have to talk about the next uh, major Philly team here. And that, oh, of Paul course, that, of course, oh. is the Philadelphia Union. Oh, no. I'm kidding. They've please. drawn four games in a row. <laughs> They're ass right now. Wait, Chance, who do you think Claude Giroux plays for now? The Panthers. Wow. We were talking about it last night. Not the Carolina Panthers. The Florida Panthers. Talking to him about it last night. That's why he knows. No, I, dude, I, dude, I was following the Claude Giroux trade like nobody's business. You okay? never I, mentioned I know, it. I know every detail about that Claude right, Giroux happens? trade. I have no Who'd clue. they get? Every, everyone I talked about Tippett. said, everyone. Uh, oh yeah, Owen Tippett. People are mad about that because apparently he sucks. He, or he's he, going he's to actually suck. has been decent. Well, he's gonna suck, I, according to my I Flyers sources. I was joking sources about the, the, uh, the union thing, but I do. I know Pat jokingly. Well, he's not joking, but you know, and just said they've tied, drawn four games in a row. Uh, the Philadelphia Union are number one in their conference. Yeah, they're the best team in Philadelphia, and I don't mean that. It, listen, no one cares. Yes. I get it, but they are literally, objectively, the best team playing. They're they're better. They're it's a it's a shame they don't play in Philadelphia. But that's that's like you saying like oh my god, <laughs> fuck you. Roman Catholic High School had a great baseball no, team this year. They're, they're the best, best team in the city. Shameless. They're a pro team. That's the same. They're a pro team. <laughs> to me, they're not. But but they are. Okay. They're, they're the Chester Union. Yo, can we can I take you to a union? Can we go to a union game? Sometime? They're actually so they're much fun. fun. I don't know. They're, they're such a good fun. time. I'll, I'll go with you. If, if they do like the, the Flyers through the Winter Classes, the Classic at Citizens Ooh, Park, I, I would see the union here. Hold on. But like the union have a small, the smallest what? fan base, but it's an electric. The fan Sons of Ben are absolute yeah. animals. Dude, th- wait, why do you? Shame, you would love the, you would love the Sons of Ben. Because many Americans are into soccer. Nobody yeah. cares. The fact that Seamus goes to this many Phillies games and will <laughs> denounce a union game is hilarious. Why is that hilarious? Soccer is just as evenly because the, the, the atmosphere is going to be any more different. 
The atmosphere yeah, but, yeah, is insanely electric at a union game. I get to, watch, union I get to watch Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos, uh, JT Romuto play here. I don't. Who the hell do they have on the union that is on the same Andre, level? Andre Blake on the same level hockey wise or soccer wise as Bryce Harper. Andre Blake is one of the best goalies in the is US. Is he Bryce right Harper? What? Is he Bryce Harper? No, he's not a, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper is Bryce Harper. <laughs> They're the best team in the city. They are. Cool. And that's great. Union games are fun because uh, I don't think I've been to live crazy live moments. Like there was that uh, I forget what year, 2019 Giants game where Carson went through a game-winning pass and overtime yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Ertz. Uh, I've been to walk-off home run Phillies games. There Travis few, Scott concerts. There's very few things that rival just scoring a goal at a union game yeah. and in a regular season game like I went with my friends a while back we sat in the Sons of Ben and they it was just a regular season game they scored it's like you just won the fucking hopefully they're not the pandemic crew no, no they're, okay, they're that's fun. good but, my um, boys <laughs> not they a big pandemic crew guy no, they were they were oh both. they are right there oh sorry <laughs> oh my god I would love that more cowbell come more on cowbell. Cowbell. They, were, they were 11 players getting COVID in the semifinal that away was from brutal. winning the championship and I was there uh, so that that would have been Let's very go. nice. But um, actual, the actual team we're going to talk about Free is the ad. Eagles. So the Eagles schedule came out. And you know what? Fuck it. This I'm is gonna Eagle be, out. This is going to be the nosebleeds. Uh, That's not how it works. We're going to read the out. schedule. We're going to Oh, no. We're not going to do the schedule. Oh. It's, we're we're, we're not doing it next week. Oh, no. We're not doing the schedule. I'm not yes. doing the schedule. Oh, we don't have time to do it. Fuck you guys. We don't have time to sit here and go, oh, so let's talk about this game. Oh, we're going to win that one, 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 that one. Seamus, you act like that isn't just as boring as watching any baseball game. Do I ever get the Philly schedule and be like, let's dissect 162 games, you cocksucker? Do I ever do that, though? No, it's pointless. Yes, you do. It's pointless. It's 160. I know I said 80. Oh, wait, it's 162 the games. On, uh, on June 3rd. <laughs> That's a win. You're just mad because the NFL is insanely more popular than the MLB. I don't people, give a shit. No, no. The NFL you kind of care. Yeah, you do. The NFL schedule Defense. release day is almost as much of a Defense. moment as the fucking World Series because is. Because it's hyped up for no reason. Well, you can skip. No if reason? If you don't want to go over the Eagles no schedule, reason. then you could just skip. Fine. <laughs> no, but I mean, we'll without weeks, looking sure. at the schedule, I, I went in thinking the Eagles are like an 11, 12 win team. Oh, boy. But, uh, it depends how you do. We win 17 this year. The schedule yeah. is pretty easy. Why don't we it it no, really wait, wait a minute. If we're going to break down the Eagles' schedule game by game, why can't we break it down quarter by quarter? Why? Why are you such a weirdo? I'm just saying. This is what people do. I know it's what people do. It doesn't make it right. I'm sorry. Next next baseball season, we will go through all 162 <laughs> baseball games. I would love that. To decipher. You're standing in front of a go- two guys here that probably are going to do know a what? schedule breakdown. You know what? There we go, see? G-L-E-S, Eagles! I These think- fucking go birds! is standing over here saying schedule breakdown means it's stupid and schedule prediction is I stupid. I didn't say it's stupid. Oh, I you said, did. I said Taylor. I don't like think that, that there's you any point to it. You said it's piped up for no You were reason. suggesting it. All I'm saying is, do I, break so the, do I break down every Phillies game? It's schedule? 162 games, Seamus. Every Sixers game. You probably do that. games still. The NFL season is 17 yeah, games. Yeah, but it's going to keep growing. John, get real on quick, here. Real quick. Schedule release day is better than opening day. Oh, oh that yeah. Is, that is just... <laughs> yeah. That is, that is a fireball. Schedule release go. day has just as much juice. I don't know about that. John, that is a that jailable that I'm going to I'm gonna have to disagree yes. with you there. Get, get out of the old man sport already. John, I'm oh on God. your side, John. In, in the, in the John, John, he's a boomer. He can't do anything about it. John Barchard is going to jail tonight on our show. <laughs> John Barchard. We love him, so we'll only be a, like a two-hour thing, but, you know. He'll <laughs> like, be in the drum tank overnight. John, how many wins are the Eagles getting this year? How many wins? He said 11, yeah. 11? Yeah. Awesome. 
I, I agree. I'm, I'm on 11 or 12. 17. I guess next week we're going to break down the schedule. I'm going to go we're going, we're going undefeated. I'm going seven. No, you're not. Seven. Why? Because he's angry about the oh, Eagles right Because now. you have to be a contrarian. Here we go. Uh, Vincent Taylor's gambling corner real quick. If you're out there and you're looking to make some, <laughs> eight some money, eight, eight and, and a half, half is beautiful. a smash that over. No, even better to win the NFC East. That, that's also Plus, it's around 200. Listen, either one of I those. I just think if you, got, if you have Skip Bayless picking the Eagles, that's not a good sign. Whatever. Why? Because he's, a, he's, he's an idiot. He's a, you know. Anyway, you pay attention like to him, so no, I don't. Eagles win total over. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, I do not. What are you saying? No, I don't. Shut up. No, 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 I don't. I just got a notification from uh, Skip Bayless over here. <laughs> yeah, no, you're probably... I, listen, I hope the Eagles do well. We'll, 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 no, we'll break don't. down. I wish them well. Now that the now that the Sixers are, are dead and gone, we can actually like uh, key in more on the they're Phillies and Eagles. Gone. I'm very excited in my, for this in my mind, they're dead and gone. They'll AJ Brown has been getting no, me hyped up on Twitter. And Seamus, no offense to you or the Phillies or the people. Ben Simmons got me hyped up right when now, he was shooting those uh, free the, throws. The Phillies in the gym. are starting to garner like momentum back, but I'm fully mentally at the Eagles season. I respect that. I want the Phillies to draw me back in. I know. Though. I want. You it. don't care about the Phillies. No, Seamus, I want them to. You, we've had this argument it's a million fine. times. But Let anyway, we're at least be like yeah, John Barton who admits he doesn't Man, care. I do care, Seamus, but when you get love. when you get your face spit in so many times, you can only uh, keep going back. That's true. I do want them to win. I want maybe them to I'm succeed. Not, maybe Unless you why, like it, yeah. I feel like that's why I like <laughs> yeah, it. Is that yeah. your kink? I you think like it being is. spit on? I like being spit on by the Phillies. That's what that's I did. By the fanatic? You always get licked. That is James kink, and we don't kink shame. JT Romulo can spit on me whenever he wants. Jordan Sheamus, the Philadelphia's <laughs> newest defensive star. Oh, nah, boy. But this season's going to be great. And uh, we'll, we'll break that down next week. We'll talk about what we think, you know, the schedule offseason. Schedule release day is a bigger deal than opening day. All right, you guys have any uh, final I'm thoughts? With, I'm with that. I cannot fathom that. I'm, I ready, can. to go, I'm ready to go try some craft beers. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to get fucking hammered. Absolutely. Opening if, day? Anything you want to say to go out? I just can't believe it. <laughs> He's right, having an existential crisis. Better than opening day. He's literally, his brain is broken. Unbelievable. Real quick, guys, All right, so we, we're going to take Seamus to a mental hospital now. Yeah. Um, he can't handle it. Real quick, uh, before we go, shout out to John Barchard, Vince Quinn, yes. Taylor, Bell and the Birdman, the podcast. Go Liquid listen to death. it. They're the, Liquid death, listen, baby. Listen, we can say, we, we, you know, promoing other podcasts usually isn't good for your own, but uh, they're a great, they're the best Eagles podcast what, in the yep. city. They are, yes, not easily, even close. They, they are the best. I, I would argue they're the best sports podcast in the city. It's, but, well, but, you know, second to From the Nose, but, yeah, but I mean, you know, we have a mountain <laughs> to climb, you know, they've climbed the mountain. But I will say this, Liquid Death is so good that Aweary shotgunned like two of them already. Yeah, yeah we've been shotgunning water because we were uh, waiting responsibly to drink till after the show. And yes. by the way, you can, like, like if you're sitting in your car and, and you don't have to be like paying too much attention, right? You're, you're just chilling in your car, maybe listening to some music. You could shotgun a, a Liquid Death in your car. If you, yeah, yeah, very easily. Just to I, get the, like the sensation. But the interior <laughs> of, of the car won't get as destroyed. as Yeah, because it's water. Yeah, it's if water. anything, you'll wash your car. Un unless you get the sparkling. Yeah, unless you get the sparkling. Yeah, that's then true. that'll hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like oh, shotgunning a seltzer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are easy. Right. No, they have the flavored ones. Coming from the dude that yeah, beer bombs mean flavor for Oh, my goodness. You know, <laughs> All right. Let's, get out of here. Let's go try craft beers. Thank thanks, you very John much, everybody, Vince. for listening. Yeah, thanks, Bell and the Birdman. Thanks, Liquid Death, for Special putting all this together. Special thanks to Doc Rivers for just being a great, oh, yeah. a great Doc, coach. Thanks. I'm going to put Harden. my head in a, bat, in a vat of beer. James Harden, MVP next year. All right. From the Nosebleeds, we'll see you guys next week for the Eagles schedule breakdown. Fuck you, Seamus. <laughs>